According to Mike and Tony is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Hey everybody, this is Mitch Jones. You're listening to According to Mike and Tony. Put it in your skull parts, everybody. What's going down, everybody? We are at the Rocky Mountain College of Art and Design for Farm CAD today. It's a beautiful sunny day. This thing is huge, Mike. Yes, it's definitely a lot bigger. Um, over 50 vendors. And uh, look at what we got here. We have the little the little baby and the we have energy drink delivery right, service. Some, look at this. Got some family here. Lady, why don't you have a seat? What? You have something to say, lady? We got energy Don't drinks to brought say? to us. We just started the podcast. We already got a guest. Yeah, you do. Yeah, Come yes, on, man. sit down. This is the first. This is a ATMT. This is a Tira. Oh, hey guys, Pierce. This oh. is Mike's wife. Oh, well, hey guys. This is uh, this is Tiara. Hey. How you doing? Are you burning up? <laughs> <laughs> this is the delicious dish. Remember? Hey guys. <laughs> hey. So you guys just get here? Yeah. Yeah. Have you had a chance to check everything out? Yeah. No, just walked in. Okay. It's not so on warm a scale yet. of one to ten on farmers markets, what do you think? It's a good solid like nine point eight or so. Nine point eight seven five two six three. Pretty sure. Very specific rating. Yeah. I, I love it too because it's not just food, man. It's just all kinds of cool stuff. But like I mean, it. the food is like the best part besides you guys, mm. though, right? <laughs> besides <laughs> us, yeah. <laughs> There's a shit ton of food around here too. So way more than last. Time. I remember last time I was hung up on the pizza. That's all I thought yeah, about the whole Solis time. Solis is right there. Okay. Solis is still here. You're at a farmer's market and all you can think about is pizza? That's yeah. a problem. Well, that's all everywhere I go. <laughs> I'm playing shows thinking about pizza. Like the, I'm pretty sure this is a barbecue place, but do they have any pizza? <laughs> yeah. Can I get a barbecue, barbecue pizza, pizza, please? We got the little one over there. She's she's having a blast. Callie. What you doing, babe? <laughs> she's got her shades on. Yeah. Look at that look. She had a pretty good nap in the car. It was, uh, it was a good so time. Groggy. Look at her. Aww. We'll check it out. Kids area over there. Yeah. There's colors on the ground. She can do chalk over there. She'll love the, that. Got the giant bouncy house. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys just let me know if you need me or anything because uh, you guys would get bored or need somebody to talk we'll to. Need some, we need entertainment yeah. while we're yeah. entertaining. Just, just <laughs> come on over. Be around here. All right. Bye, guys. Peace right and chicken grease. Hey, that's a first, buddy. Had your wife on the show, man. Now we got to get yours. Yeah. Yours on the show now. Good, good luck. <laughs> good luck getting her to come on the show. Oh, All we right. have some, we, we got have, another guest we, here. We just barely got rolling. We already got people walking up. How you doing today? You have a seat. Got a, you got five <laughs> minutes to hang out with us? She's going to do the whole this show is, with us. You don't have anybody else. Yeah, oh, no. Put on the headphones. Yeah, and go ahead and introduce on. yourself there. So this is, uh, yeah, introduce yourself. You're Mike. You're Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Caroline Pooler. Caroline Pooler. She's one of, uh, one of the few people that actually emails us and uh, she had uh, some things to say she was at the last farm cat here just i remember that, that we had a ton of people just on the every time she came up to the booth somebody's already sitting down yeah i know but today but today you today. were first Caroline speaks okay <laughs> she's got the sign <laughs> on yes i was at the mercury cafe last night i did three poems oh yeah and um a young 20 year old girl walked up to me beautiful girl named jessa and said she'd just been in town for three days, and I'm like, 
Well, you got really lucky to land at the Mercury, first of all. Mm-hmm. And um, she said that my work really inspired her to not only perform in the future, but to start writing again. So, Oh, nice. oh man, that's yeah. so awesome. Mercury Cafe is such a sweet little joint, too. I, used, I did a lot of open mics. There was always a lot of spoke. Oh, yeah. I did a ton of open mics at the Mercury. I love that place. Were you I- doing comedy? Uh, no, I'm a musician. Oh, okay. Yeah, because no. comedy kind of gets poo-pooed over there at the Mercs. I mean, they don't like it, a little huh? Snarky, huh. But well, I have heard overall th- it's good community for sure. Yeah, I remember before I played there the first time I had heard that about music. That they said, ah, it's really primarily there's poetry and that kind of stuff. But I went there was there was quite a few other musicians and Wednesday nights are great for the music. Yeah. Um, Friday nights are the beat poets in my age range. What's it? It's on twenty. Is it twenty six? Where's it? Twenty second in California, Denver. Yep. There yeah. we go. Eight oh two oh five. Look Mer- it up on your map quest. Yeah, Mercury Cafe. <laughs> They've been doing Wednesday night open mics as far back as I can remember. Yeah, it's been yeah. a long time. So yeah, that's and cool. Then um, you know, I had become familiar and and good friends and kind of mentored by an older poet named Lenny Chernella. Are you guys familiar with his work at all? <laughs> no. Yeah, um, he was considered the poet laureate of Denver, and um, here's a couple of things that he was known for. First of all, um, hopefully you don't have to bleep me out. No, we don't bleep anything. (laughs) You can say anything you you want. You know, he'd be like, uh, when you're hot, nothing can stop you, and when you suck, nothing can save you. (laughs) Rock the mic. (laughs) So that's cool. So now is poetry something you've done uh, throughout your life, pretty much? No, no. done a lot of things I've always been an artist though and I've done a little writing I started dabbling with writing some short story sci-fi stuff in 2007 Um, in 2009 I quit my full-time 40 hour a week job at National Jewish which is a wonderful place here in Denver Colorado (laughs) (laughs) Um, I had a wonderful 10-year career there but I decided to kind of like do my life's work. I helped a lot of doctors do their life's work, and now I'm the 55-year-old freshman here at RIMCAD, you know. So hey, right on. I'm working on the downhill slope from here, and that's why teaching the youth and, and bringing the youth on board kind of with my message is so very important to me because the clock is ticking a little faster. Why don't you talk a little bit about what you do? All right, well, I brought some toys. She's, with oh, look at this. She's got, she's got visuals. <laughs> All kinds of cool stuff. That's like through this. This was my final for Anya Kumar's um, drawing two class, and I decided to make a zine. You drew these? Yeah. Um, oh, and my um, my assignment was to mimic the work of Jennifer Bartlett, who did a book called The Garden, where she did two hundred images of a similar genre. So I had done a photograph of a piano that looks most like kind of like that more realistic one that was all torn up in the alley. And then all of those images are kind of what I feel about that. And then there is a little poetry implied more as image than actually um, s- supposed to be taken in as text, although you're more than welcome to read it. Yeah, I see that. I'm, I'm always, that always catches my eye when, when you've got uh, like text actually blended in as a visual art. So I was really impressed when I went to Devin DeCue's opening um, for her 24th issue of Zing magazine that comes out in New York, but she's got her gallery here in Denver, and she had a similar thing going on with the back cover of her big publication, so I felt oh, like, she's got like I'm some- on the right track here. Right, so she's got that giant magazine and on the back you've actually got like it looks like some hand scribbled notes or something yeah just like what i do yeah <laughs> very cool yeah this is really 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 neat i didn't know who jennifer bartlett was i just pulled up some of her art um, yeah so, so then you will see a bit of a similarity once you go through that 
Yeah. And then I wrote something for a very good friend of mine that's not too long. If, uh, Carolyn is so prepared for our show. I love <laughs> this. More prepared than we are, buddy. Yeah. I'm an A student. I don't fuck around. <laughs> Watch me now. Watch me. How you want it? You want it like this? Mac Scrum. Daddy. The only Scrum. man who understands me. Who never handed me something, turned around and asked for a piece of ass for me. Who never laid a hand on me, the only man who looked in my eyes and saw me, not what he wanted from me. The only man I can really understand because he wasn't on the take from me. He'd bake a cake for me. No one else can I see when it comes to the man. Sometimes when he's sleeping, he knows she stays awake for me just to keep him safe. Like he did for me when he stood up for me. No one else can I see when it comes to the man, that man who understands. Nice. There you go, yeah. That a, that's a recent one. Yeah, I just did that last night. Really? Oh, that's Jeez. so cool. When, if I wrote a song last night, I would not be sharing it the next day. <laughs> i got to work it out for like three months. To <laughs> well, there's a out. process when it comes to music. So some of my work is transferring over to music. And I started off with a short poem called Just Miss the Light Rail. And I sent it off to my dear friend Alexander, Alexander Volchenko in um, Volingrad, Russia. And he does all the production, all the composition, all the vocals for me, and then sends me back an MP3, and I can load it up on oh, SoundCloud. I love it. Pretty neat. Yeah, so he works for $50 American money, and I don't think that's worth that much there in Russia, but he always keeps it at 50 bucks per song. $50 yeah, a song? Yeah, and I don't huh? know any of my friends in production here at in Denver or elsewhere who will give me... No, you're like not going to find 50 bucks. So, wow. you know, the way I see it, if it's not exactly what I want, at least it gives me something that I could play for a radio station or another prospective client. Just so neat and fun. Sort. He probably has fun doing it, too, I bet. He's good. So I'm from Kansas City, Missouri, originally. Are you a Chiefs fan? <laughs> Fucking kidding. Broncos fan? <laughs> hell yeah. yeah buddy. We're in Bronco country, so we it doesn't are. matter where the hell you're from. You're in Bronco country well. now. And I learned that when I got <laughs> off the Greyhound bus in 1979. I looked around. I said, what is going on? Why are these people all in orange? And then I realized this is Bronco This country. is Bronco country. Bronco country. It's also America, though, Mike. America. <laughs> well, you know, it's each America's to their own, and may the best yeah. man win when it comes to sports. I'm all for good sportsmanship, although, you know, whatever Iverson needs to do, he needs to <laughs> He's do. do. <laughs> well, right on, right on. So, okay, so the poetry is a new thing, but obviously, I mean, looking at your art, it's obvious you've been, you've been drawing your entire life. Uh, there's other mediums in there, too, right? I mean, what else is it? It's I not was just using a lot of charcoal. Stay that mic that there, can Oh, you? I'm sorry. I You're was okay. using a lot of charcoal during the drawing class, um, okay. but I did, on the first four pages, implement spray paint. If the pink is spray paint, okay, is and right? um, my work always has a solidary message within the core of it, and that is the street. In fact, I brought you guys a snack. Brought us a snack. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Mike, I'm gonna. I'm, uh, by the end of the podcast, I'm gonna be bouncing off the roof of this tent because. Oh, nice. oh my god. Oh, what was that? Uh, Sound yes. like a rock. <laughs> <laughs> Seemed very heavy. It might just get kind of heavy. Oh my gosh! What are these? concrete muffins okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're muffins literally made out of concrete 
<laughs> one for each. <laughs> Although Thank when you. the concept was conceived and that is part of a larger group of work called the Muffin Presumption and those are yours to keep. That's nice. hilarious. How did you make, did you actually bake it in the oven? No, I, they're concrete. I poured them and then let them set. Okay. Them set. Okay. And then um, to give them a more artistic quality because I don't know if you've ever worked with concrete but it does crumble over time and that yeah. wouldn't give it any longevity. I sprayed it down with some of that clear rubber flex seal stuff. Ah. And I'll tell you what, all of those products from the concrete forward are sh so nasty to work with. I had my head like wrapped in a shirt. I had <laughs> goggles. I had masks. The dust, yeah. It's mm. horrible. Yeah. No, I've recently read the backyard and it was the same thing. It was working with um, the mortar and everything like that when I was putting it up on the retaining wall. Right. And yeah, it's 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 gets messy. <laughs> it yeah, and you get messy. it everywhere. Whatever clothes you're wearing, they're done. They're yeah. toast when you're, you're finished. I don't know. I can't even eat a meal without getting shit all over me. So. <laughs> right. I mean, stains on clothes, that that really tended to not matter a few years back when I realized everything's got something paint, something. Yeah. I got some rubber cement on these man pants. And, you know, I'm wearing men's underwear today. Does that make me a transvestite? Do I have to go around and say, yeah. my name's Robert now? Yeah, they just... You know, yeah, I mean, fuck, it doesn't go the Carl. same... It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't go the same way, though. I mean, I think women have been allowed so much more leniency and room for, you know, unisex stuff that when a man does anything, you know, it's it's got to be part of some kind of a one or the other. Um, I'm finding out through these muffins, actually, that there's uh, many genders, a rainbow, a myriad. Wait, are these magic? They muffins? are magic. <laughs> Because when you're hungry, They're mind opening. <laughs> you know, what it, what is there to eat out on those so, streets? T talking about the men and, and women and stuff like that, Instagram and their whole uh, the whole nudity thing. Do you know much about that? Or the nipple, you, the free yeah. the nipple that's going on right now. Well, I'm all there's for a model. There's a model now. right that's yeah. really really pushing the envelope right now. She keeps posting these pictures. Chelsea of her. Handler's doing it too. Big is time. She? That comedian and she has that show Chelsea lately on E. Why yeah. not? And then, like, there's this thing, bare-chested men, people like to see that. I particularly don't. In fact, like, I will tell a man, put a shirt on, please, and my presents. Well, and it's <laughs> a funny thing, too, because how things are simultaneous. Like, you've got that happening with Instagram. And then, like, we recently watched a movie, uh, Go Hard or Get Hard, get with hard. Uh, Will Ferrell and Kevin Hart. Did you see that? It's funny. Hilarious movie. <laughs> hilarious. But there's, a, I mean... You very frequently now see the full frontal male. Remember the part where Will oh. Ferrell yep. literally his <laughs> slams his face into a guy's junk, like oh, in the wow. movie. And this, and you know what was funny? Isn't that a PG thirteen movie? I don't even think no, he got an R. Oh, did it get an R? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. There's got a lot R. of yeah. In in Hollywood, in order to uh, obtain the comic laugh, there's been a lot of gay and and you know those kinds of inferences I've noticed in movies mm -hmm. for a while. Although I have this malfunction with movies first of all i love um film noir so i watch hitchcock all the time and when i go up on the mic every friday night i say good evening <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so i'm not all off into anything that's very splashy full of a lot of action or color even i like very toned down movies but i hit my head in in 1981 and i sustained a pretty serious head injury and um, therefore, I can watch a movie a zillion times, and I won't remember that thing. And so I might just have little oh, highlights wow. of it that I like, but I can watch a film over and over again. And it's like, yeah, I saw it, but I couldn't tell you a thing about it. Does so <laughs> it only affect you with movies? Or? Um, 
pretty much stuff like huh. that. Yeah. yeah. What I'm, a trip. Yeah. Well, if you like those, I don't. I, I guess I don't know a lot of older movies, but I really liked uh, "It's a Wonderful Life." It's one of my favorite <sighs> movies of all Lovely. time. Lovely Jimmy Stewart's yeah. a wonderful guy. Once in a blue moon, I'll watch it outside the Christmas or the holiday season, but pretty much I save it for that time of year and then watch it a few times every year. It's a good one. Well, watching cable and and paying for cable is against all of my beliefs, and therefore <laughs> I surf the analog channels off my antenna. And um, I get this channel called Get TV that comes up on a 14.4. And um, they play, like, the best old stuff all nice. day and all night. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Okay. So you are uh, a poet. You're an artist. And you do good stuff in the a world. A rabble rouser and a basic troublemaker, too. There you go. <laughs> well, you know what we got, Mike? We got to ask you the question, buddy. Yeah. So you were here last time. I think you heard us talking about the music. Mm-hmm. So it's an island question. You're on a tropical island. You have enough to live a happy, healthy, long life. Um, you have a form to play music, but you only have one album that you can play for the rest of your life. What is that album? Okay. Do, 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 do. <laughs> And she's um, going with the Jeopardy theme song. <laughs> That's, yeah. her pick. That's her pick. It <laughs> looks like it. Um, gee whiz. I would have to say I would go with Roxy Music Avalon. Okay. We actually, haven't had that one. We have no, not had we definitely that one I actually don't know what that is. Uh, you well, live me. and learn, my dear. Live and learn. Well, that's, what we that's actually why I'm done. here Every- on this earth to teach the youth, Mike. Or Tony. Mike knows. <laughs> Mike knows. We're interchangeable. That's okay. But no, we um, uh, every person that we've had that we haven't known what the music is, I've gone through oh, and I've listened to, and I've listened to everything. Have you? Said, yeah. Did you oh, like so most dedicated. of the stuff you got turned on to? Yeah, I'm a I'm a person of music. I like all sorts of music. I mean, it doesn't it's not limited to anything. You know, I listen to rap, hip hop. I listen to old school. Um, if anything, my preference is old school. Or across from the jamming 101.5. Yeah, right. that's, you hear, that's my music. If you hear some grooving music in the background for the entirety of this podcast. I'm kind of good with what he's playing in the background right oh, now. Oh, yeah, it's been I'm good. Sure yeah, that. there's been good music coming in out fact, of there. Um, I danced to the Fantastic Voyage Last Farm Cat. I did the there whole song. Go, I was yeah. sweating my ass off. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but it was cool. I'll probably I'll get out there and dance again. The other day I was at the basketball court. I've been shooting baskets all my life. Yeah. And so I don't like play competitively, but like when you're an artist or you work on a computer, you're hunched over a lot. So I find that action of like reaching up and jumping up that's good for you. Yeah. I, I encourage people out there get a basketball, put it in your office, and go out side and shoot a few hoops at noon it won't kill you in fact it's so like life enriching so what i do is i'll do 10 i mean i'll do 12 or 21 shots and then my last shot i try to make backwards yeah and i don't stop until i get it i get it every time what a way to start the day you know it's very uh, life affirming to say hey I did that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Heck yeah. So um, I was at the basketball court on 17th and Harlan, and there was like these young youth gathered around their car, and they were watching me shoot, and then I got tired. A young lady wanted to use my basketball, so she was really doing a bad job out there, but takes practice, right? Yeah, definitely. And um, so they put on the music, and I just started to dance. And they became quite amazed. You're, you're dancing out on the basketball court? <laughs> yeah, well, on the parking lot. And um, 
the girl, it was a lot of young guys and a girl, the girl actually started filming me, but I've been performing for um, security cameras for over a year now. Oh, so beautiful. I like dance, I like throw blow kisses, I just, I if you're looking at me, I want you to know I'm looking at you. I'm not going to play this little game of like You are a performer at heart. You're a performer at heart. Oh, yeah. I yeah, can yeah. sense it, yeah. obviously. You ever thought about doing a podcast? I think you'd be a good talker. Oh, you know, um, I've got an idea for a radio show called... Um, three generations of improvisational music and I would use musical recommendations from myself my um, son's grandma who has a collection of like 5,000 records and um, my son who also has about 2,000 records you know he's 2,000 yeah he's really into music he's turned me on to so much stuff does he have these in physical form yeah like he buys books and he buys records he doesn't have a car he's never had a car he doesn't believe in gas and my son's biracial too okay so he's a black man out there he doesn't believe in driving because he doesn't want any of those issues okay yeah Yeah. and um he rides his bike he got pulled over in the rain riding home from work on his bike the other day and um, they had to run his license, and he had to stand in the rain with his bike while they ran his license. And he's cool, but, like, that's what it's like to be black For, well, in Denver. <laughs> well, we, actually, next week we're doing an episode that's going to talk a lot about that. Um, I, I, between the age of 15 and 22, I got pulled over more times on my bike than anybody I probably could ever think of. <laughs> I have a really funny story I won't go into, but this guy ends up, black guy, gets pulled over on his bike, gets let out told not to um make any violations has a choice to make a violation or go way out of his way makes a violation the cop actually stops picks him up and drives him to work anyway (laughs) that's a good case scenario though yeah and that's what we're we're doing a show next week we're going to talk about that going to have a a few different people sort of give their perspective on i guess that's we might even call it that what is it like to be black in denver in 2015 a couple um we have tyson who'll be back on Sweet. Uh, Tyson, yep. and then we have uh, um, Joe. Yeah. Well, what does Joe Joe study? You said. What's that? In college, did she study in college? Uh, she studied. It was like urban planning and social stuff. Oh, <laughs> that's said, really. She listens to. She's gonna yeah. be like, what? He has no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> you know, they need that kind of thing in Lakewood. I lived here for a little while. There's a lot of disparity here in Lakewood, and right there in that shopping center, there's some all this some, um, you know, homelessness, drunkenness, violence, even rape right under our noses it's pretty hideous and then you know remcad's trying to get involved but um i don't know that lakewood really has it right um i think that when you have situations like that you can't just gloss them over you really got to uproot things in the community and take care of that community and and heal those lives and then the glossing over doesn't need to occur because a more flourishing more sustainable action of beauty will occur in right. that community. I don't know of any place that's got that one right. Yeah, I was listening to the Wheat Ridge is trying and they're not doing a bad job, but Wheat Ridge is way white too. Joe Rogan was talking about in LA, there's this city block where and they were talking about just there's tons of homeless people, so they looked it up live on the show while they were doing it. Turns out in this one city block they estimate there's about seventeen thousand homeless people that live in this one area. Isn't that ridiculous? Can you imagine in one city block seventeen thousand people with no home? In a fucking city block? Yeah. In America, too. And, like, I don't know, like, I'm not for um, a tent city because, like, no, give the people a home. Well, these problems are so complicated, you know. It's it's easy to overthink them. And from a uh, – it can be simple in the 
generally when you think about it like it's really just about compassion and you know stopping with selfishness and those kind of things and but hey, when it comes it. to when it comes to actually solving these kinds of problems like that's a big fucking mountain to climb you know what i mean well hickenlooper came in as mayor with a plan and i do believe that plan is still in place and i i do see a lot of building going on We've got a we got a, a squirt gun war going on That's nearby really cool. us, Ritter. I'm gonna do a little Hello. sidewalk chalk too in a little <laughs> bit. So I guess I'll let you guys go. Um, if you want right. to talk a little bit more about music, though, like some of the stuff that I like to listen to in my studio. Yeah, definitely come um, on back. I like yeah. to listen to the special herbs of MF Doom, and I'll just let that play. You know, it's like six records or something. You ever heard MF Doom, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty hardcore rap, actually. It's pretty dope, though. It's really unique. Nice beats. Yeah. You know? Well, you should come back, definitely. Yeah, we'll we'll talk a little bit about some music as well. And we appreciate you coming on and sharing all your cool stories and your Peace art with us. be with you, my brothers. <laughs> ah, <laughs> same to you, Carolyn. Right, Have Caroline. a great day. Enjoy it. Take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> She's got these shades with eyes painted on the outside of Those them. Those eyes were painted by my dear friend and musician, Major Canty. He's very talented. So yeah. I thought I'd give him a shout. Awesome. <laughs> He's way right. down in Bristol. Right yeah. on, Carolyn. Enjoy your day. Take Thank it easy. You. Hi there. Hi there. How are you? We want to... You're looking at the sign. Yeah, why don't you come on down? Have a have Take a, a seat, seat here. Yeah. <laughs> Grab that. You can put the headphones on. You can hear uh, this is my hear yourself old and us. Right here. Oh, your old career. Is that right? Yeah, I ran a radio show in Peoria, Illinois. Oh yeah. Is As a that? college basketball coach for 20 years, and I always did radio shows and color commentating for the men's teams. For oh, basketball. pretty oh, dope. Nice. Yeah. So what's your name? Karen. Karen. All right, Karen. So this is according to Mike and Tony. Uh, we've been doing this since November. Um, you can take a little flyer if you want to check us out. Um, Episode number thirty-four today. Yeah, number thirty-four. But uh, we just do a multitude of topics, go okay. over things, and let people take things off their chest. Whatever yeah, they want to say. Freeform right. conversation, <laughs> so you can say anything, and it's uncensored. So <laughs> nice. you can swear anything you want to say. It's all good. Is this your? <laughs> did you come to the last farm cat? Um, this is uh, my first one. I had knee surgery, so I couldn't oh, have geez. a booth. But I have my booth here today. What do you do? Um, I have the first healthy coffee, International Coffee Tea Company. Okay. Um, and uh, we've got the first uh, healthy one to come to North America. That's done a billion dollars in sales faster than IBM, Microsoft, and Apple. Holy What's shit. The name of it? Yeah. Organo Gold. Organo Gold. Yeah. Okay. Just like it sounds, that how you yes, spell it. It's Is powerful. You get a website? I do. Organogold.com, yep. perhaps? Or Nichols, which is my last name, okay. uh, .organogold.com. It's, it's incredible. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah. so what is it like? The first time in Colorado, like... So, Rod Smith, former Denver Bronco wide receiver, uh-huh. when he retired from the Broncos, uh, he didn't have significance anymore. So, he actually ran into someone who gave him two free samples like I'm giving out today. Okay. And he loved the product, but he wasn't a coffee drinker. And he said, wait a minute, there's a business attached to it, but his point was, Warren Buffett said, what you love to do should be your hobby, but what yeah. the world does should be your business. Okay. And so, Rod yeah. flew to Houston to take a look at and meet with our EVP of sales six years ago. And Rod does a little over a million dollars a month from the comfort of his home. Oh my but goodness. it's significance. <laughs> it's changing lives through a health component that people do every day. And we're opening yeah. forty four countries currently. Holy crap. Talk a little years. bit about, about the healthy aspect of it and like what um, what goes into making them and so we have a the, the thing that throws people when you say healthy, which is why we don't have a sign that just says healthy coffee, because people tend to go away from that. Yeah. <laughs> we we have gourmet Arabica bean coffee. Okay. Uh, that uh, right now is from it's a Brazilian bean. So it's a it's honestly and I was a college 
basketball coaches I told you guys. So I spent my life recruiting, and I was always looking for the <laughs> coffee, next cup yeah. of coffee. <laughs> so I consider my coaching constituents as, like, connoisseurs. And this is by far the best flavored cup of coffee. But then what happens once the herb is infused, it's in it in every cup that you can't see, taste, or smell, but you get the health benefits. For example, again, I don't make medical claims, but some of my testimonies in 18 months has been better sleep, weight loss, um, more energy. People who can't process caffeine as we get older, uh-huh. especially women, we can't process caffeine, so doctors want to take us off, but, uh, you know, a happy woman needs her coffee yeah. or else she's not happy. <laughs> Man, I'm so interested in this. I'm right? a, I am don't, You don't drink coffee. You do, actually. No, I do the... One cup a day. I did, yeah, I do the one cup a day deal. Yeah. I, somewhere I read, it's uh, the, the health benefits. Not a, It's a heart healthy, um, also um, digestive, system. digestive system healthy. Right, and right. Like, so. And, and so what's what's powerful is is literally we have one cup testimonies. I've had people who literally I've given a sample to, I've in my neighborhood literally walked around the block and had a voicemail because her leg, miraculously, the neuropathy in her leg, had never felt better in 10 years. She bought five boxes of latte and she's been a customer ever since. Jeez. And it's powerful because it's an adaptogen. So I had some, I had lost weight. Um, I had, was struggling with not sleeping. Those are my two testimonies, but everybody's body's different. So it's fun. We always say buy one box, do yeah. a one box challenge, go through the whole box, remove your other coffee, and then give me your testimony. Uh, and, and typically when you when you try to go back to your other coffee, you'll then feel how acidic regular coffee is. So Ganoderma, your mm. question, is designed to take away the negative effects of what regular caffeine can do. Uh, it has an acronym attached to it, so it, gives you, it balances your pH, oxygenates your blood, restores the proper water in your body, gives you energy, but puts your body at, at rest at night. Okay. So it's it's incredible. All while I getting would love the full caffeine. Yeah, I'll bring you guys a sample. Oh, that would be what so awesome. What got you into that? You know, I, like Rod's story, I was a college basketball coach for 20 years. Okay. Uh, and that lifestyle, 90, 100-hour work weeks, I just got really tired of that. So I left that in 09, moved to Fort Collins and started a basketball academy. And then a stranger gave me two samples who okay. I didn't know. Uh-huh. And I, I, I also, you know, he's like, well, there's a business attached to it. And my dad always said, a wise man will investigate what a fool will take for granted. Uh-huh. So I went, I said, you know what, I'll, I'll listen to anything. And it just made sense when they said... Here are the statistics, and we've done a billion dollars faster than these major companies. Uh, you know, in 18 months, uh, it's literally been the best decision I've ever made. Because I always think back to Nike, uh-huh. the what if. I have every Nike shoe they made, but I never bought stock. Yep. You know, we're six years old. We're licensed to open in every country in the world. We are a global company. So I have business now in Poland. I have business in Mexico. Oh, wow. Uh, but I've never left the United States. Yeah. And I'm in many, many states right now. Just because, again, people share. And when they feel better, they want to talk about it. Wow. So, www.organogold.com. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very and, cool. As and soon we'll as be I... here every time for the next this week and the next two other times. And yep. we're giving away right now. We're giving away free samples of everything. But our summer drink is iced mocha is our, the way to go for the summer. Yes. So. I mean, we actually kind of looking out right now. It's not as hot. Beautiful outside. today. It's beautiful yeah, right now. No, it's so nice. Got a little breeze coming through here. Yeah. Yeah. In the shade. Yeah, you guys got a nice setup. Yeah. So t- <laughs> tell us a little bit about your experience uh, doing a radio show. You did a radio show. Uh... I did. I was a radio, TV, broadcast journalism major in college. Um, got my degree in, in that and then my master's. Um, but while I was a basketball player, I was not one of those partiers. I was just very focused on I wanted to play professional ball. Yeah. So I just stayed on campus and I started a radio show with a a fellow uh, student of mine. Uh, we did the show broadcast all the way up to Chicago, Illinois, and over to St. Louis. And then cool. for the past 20 years, I've done uh, broadcast journalism, and then I've done um, mostly 
uh, color commentating for live basketball games okay. on the men's side. As I've been a women's coach, I've done. We have our game, and after ours are the men's. So I would just switch over and put the mic on. Man, you had a full plate. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome though. <laughs> what did you uh, What did you play in basketball? I, I played. Uh, I started my career as a four, but I ended my career as a point guard and a two. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Very, very so cool. uh, and then had a twenty-year coaching career, Division One. So it was awesome. Oh, nice. Oh. What college were you at? Then? I was at Nebraska. Okay. I was at Texas Pan American, Youngstown State, University of Illinois. Okay. Um, Truman State, Mercyhurst College. It was eight eight colleges, and it ended my career at Nebraska Kearney. Okay. Yeah. Kearney. So, yeah. All right. Yep. <laughs> wow. So, and so have you been fighting the knee for a long time? Is that one of those kind of things? You know, or? I never had a health challenge until after I finished playing. And then huh? the years, you know, being a third grader, and, and you take that beating on your body, my both knees are going to get replaced. And, and still doing the work with my academy, I have private lessons from middle schoolers up to semi-pro men. Okay. And in the middle schools, you got to teach and teach and teach, and, you, and that knee still takes the pounding because I have to really Get demonstrate and, and yeah, do, yeah, yeah, yeah. do it. But I, I love impacting lives, and that's why you know, my two passions have been basketball and coffee my whole life, and now I get paid to do coffee every day. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, with less hours, 12 hours a week is great. That's uh, like me, music and bullshitting. That's, like, <laughs> that's pretty much holding it down. <laughs> yeah, so you guys cool. are awesome. We need to ask you a question. Yeah. Every single guest that comes on the show, we, ha- we ask them this question. Uh, you're trapped on a, a desert island for the rest of your life. It's actually nice. you got everything you need to live a long, happy life, except for with your music. You've only got a way to play one album for the rest of your life. You never get to hear another album. What is the album you would, you would take with you? Michael Jackson. Oh, that was fast. Thriller. Like, thriller. Oh, That's Bruce Leroy. That's a good one. Was yeah. his Thriller? Yeah. Because I because you have to st- you know if you're trapped you gotta you gotta have positive energy you gotta you gotta stay up and you'll yes. live as long as you're positive and that okay. that you just dance to that. Yeah. So, that's a good one. That, that is a good one. That whole album was awesome. Tony Dollars here is Catch a Fire by uh, Bob Marley. Okay. And then Gratitude. I am Gratitude by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Very cool. Yeah. You guys are awesome. Thank you for. No. I love your sign. I appreciate your time. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we appreciate you. And I'll get you, you guys. Yeah. I'll bring you over some samples. Sweet. Sounds awesome. All right. I feel like I'm gonna get hooked on this stuff. <laughs> yeah. I'll be buying some. Because <laughs> he already has a coffee, an energy drink, and yeah. I was gonna have another well, coffee. I, I was gonna tell you too, dude, because uh, I usually have a cup of coffee every morning. I got an extra big one today. I never drink the energy drinks. Like it's been probably. I'd say it's been almost a year. It might have been you that got me the last one. <laughs> so be prepared. By the end of this show, I'm probably going to be bouncing off the. the so see, here. you'd love our iced tea because it's got its natural. We've got a natural energy component infused oh, in there yeah. as well. Um, but again, at night people aren't vamped up. They can actually their body goes to ri- the rhythm of sleep. Okay, cool. So very yeah, cool. cool. Right on. Thanks. It was definitely All good right. to meet you. Nice yeah. to meet Enjoy you guys. the rest of the uh, festivities here. Man, what a beautiful day, buddy. Nice and warm outside. Awesome yeah. guests. She's going to bring us some samples. I'm super excited Man, about dude, that. I like working this farm cad, dude. This <laughs> is, <laughs> Me too. <laughs> we've got what? We had macaroons here before. And I think yep. they're here again. That's sweet macaroons. Yeah. Um, got coffee. Right. What did we get drink? We got drink something last time too there's yeah. like another sample last time I can't too, remember what it was we got <laughs> we got these muffins <laughs> we got concrete muffins you guys literally made out of concrete that yeah. is so flipping hilarious dude <laughs> what a character she was huh yeah no no it's um dude this place is is popping right now so mm-hmm. if you're listening to it next farm cad um definitely come on down wait uh, what's the date august on that? 15th are we gonna be there for that? That we are gonna be there for that one possibly right? working on it uh, same date as my daughter's birthday so oh that's right and i got a show that day too it should be, be pos- it's gonna be 
going to be tricky. I was going to ask you, do you know where they're performing? Because there's music performance right here. Is that it, like directly over there? I saw some speakers set up. Oh, and sure. No, that's where... Oh, yeah, so today again, uh, here in about two minutes, is going to be declared by the mayor. Today, July 11th, here in Colorado, is FarmCAD Day. Proclamation is going to be happening, I think, in like two minutes. So, Well, dude, we're so lucky to have gotten in on the ground level on this thing because, I mean, this is only the second time we've done it. And is this the, this is the very next one? Did we miss one? I no, don't think so. We're first two. That's incredible. I mean, it's, would you say it's tripled in size? Dude, it's... At least doubled. There was like 20-something vendors last time, I think, and now we're over 50. I think there's Jeez. close to 60 vendors. Jesus, yeah, like, man. it's like triple, tripled. So many more people, too. Yeah. The kids are out here bouncing on stuff, having a good-ass yeah, time. Yeah, the bouncy castle's right next to us. We got uh, the uh, the kids' area for the farm cad jamming in front of us. We have Henna right next to us. And, dude, the Henna girl, she looks like freaking Elsa from oh Frozen. Oh, my God, I know. Way. My kids would lose it. We should take here. a picture of her and put that on. you take a picture with Instagram. us yeah. and then post it as, Frozen, we met Elsa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we totally, we're going to do that. We should do that. Yeah. <laughs> we might even make that the photograph for this episode. Yeah. Sure. They have, they have what cornhole over here or, or bags? Bags, bags, bags as, as Brian, Brian Beck, Beck would say. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. Well, what about you, Dollar? You got you have a busy day today, dude. What are you doing after this? Uh, yeah, after this, I'm going to uh, play a uh, show, music show at a 20 Mile Tap House down in Parker. Got a three hour gig after this, so I'll hang around for a little bit after this. After we finish the show, and uh, then I'm going to go down there and do that. And then it's also uh, my brother's birthday party tonight, <laughs> so people are going to be getting crazy. It's a long day for you sure. Anything <laughs> doing tomorrow? No, there you well, go. That's recovery. No. Mixing day, buddy. down the episode. <laughs> That's it. That's easy. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, you got. We have merchandise here too. You're selling. Do you sell it off your website, man? I do. It's for sale on my website. There's a. I think it says shop here or something like that. If you go to TonyDollarMusic.com, okay. uh, there's definitely stuff for sale right there on the website. We got it physically here too. It'd be cool to get people down next time too if we make it out. So hopefully August fifteenth. Whether or not we're here, you should definitely come down and check this place yeah, out. Yeah, it's again ground floor it's it's tripled in size look at this we got that coffee now. oh my god we got our samples thank you so much right. holy crap oh this is the iced one too a card beautiful thank you karen awesome uh taste this here ready i'm gonna, gonna do taste first. i'm gonna be fucking insane by the end of this podcast oh like, my god try it too that's that's amazing actually Oh, it's super good. <laughs> it tastes so natural. It's organo gold, you guys, if you're listening. Oh, anybody. this is good. It's iced, which Jeez, is nice today. Dude. Like I said, I'm going to be fucking jacked up by the end of this yeah. show, Mike. I got a, I got a friggin' energy drink, a coffee. Now I got this uh, coffee sample here. <laughs> Holy shit. And moving on to the next episode. <laughs> Tony's going to be singing all his music at his show. You know, I'm going to do a performance right now. I'm going to get my guitar. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, my goodness, dude. What... Um you know, since we're at it, might as well hit up some uh, little news. Little news? What do you think here? So, we go to the news time. first? Yeah, let's go to the news first. Okay, man. fuck it. We'll do the news first. Let's switch it up. I got to remember that when I mixed the episode. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Looking at it, um, what came out to you this week? Anything, buddy? Um, yeah, let me get. I'm so behind here. Let me pull up all my shit. Comic-Con is this week in San Diego. It's the largest Comic-Con that there is. Is that right? Yeah, dude. And so it's nuts. And I think the city of San Diego just um, redid their contract to have it for another two years there. Okay. So, but something was, San Diego was about to, about to lose their football team. San Diego was about to lose Comic-Con. Man, and, and it's such a beautiful place, too. Yeah. It's too bad. Yeah. Uh, you, dude, the comic thing, you know what I learned? I think it was yesterday or the day before. I was talking to my uh, brother-in-law, and he was telling me that I didn't, did you know all this stuff with, like, the comic books and Marvel kind of getting effed over by the guys making the movies? 
like I don't need, I'm gonna totally fuck this up but it's like basically like when they make these movies they sort of get the rights they own the rights to these things like X-Men and all these things uh-huh. and that's why you see all these reboot movies where they'll make another movie because what it does is it renews their contract like if enough years go by uh-huh. the rights go back to the comic book so guys. is that what happened to that Spider-Man because it was like Tobey yes. Maguire then now the new Spider-Man is like right okay. yeah it's the same thing and then like I, I was hearing just now they stopped making four, uh, Fantastic Four now no no it's a new one they're making it's another reboot too. no no the comic book oh really they had to stop printing they like they don't print them now so the ones that are out there is all you can get. Wow! Somebody should Google this shit. I'm probably slaughtering the hell out of it. <laughs> but I know it's a. It seems to be a really bad deal for like Marvel, uh-huh. and they basically are at the at the mercy of of the, the people making the movies. Like if they just make a new movie, they just they can't keep the rights, and eventually you get to a point. And that seems so weird to me. Like you have to stop printing your comic because somebody else owns the right to it because they made a fucking movie from it. Like it seems crazy. Huh? Yeah. Somebody's gonna email us and be like, "That's that not at all twenty dollars. Fucking wrong." <laughs> He's an idiot. <laughs> He's an idiot. Don't listen to Tony Dollar. Uh, do you see this dude? Uh, we talked about last week. We were talking about like encounters with wild animals and shit in Africa. Remember the lady that got pulled out of her car by the giant cat? Dude, somebody told me about that. Yeah, so terrible, man. Just uh, ripped out, right? Yep, yep. She did not make it. Um, and we talked about that one last week, but there's a new one. This this other dude was in uh, Kenya on a safari. Uh-huh. Same thing. And he's like, they're rolling along in the car, and a fucking cheetah was chasing a gazelle. I think the cat didn't catch the gazelle, but ended up near the, the car where the dude was at. Runs up, jumps in through the passenger window. Again, motherfuckers, why do you have a window open on a safari in Africa? Like, did your AC lines, not work? Lines, like, right there. Right? <laughs> but this was a cheetah, and it ended well. The cheetah jumped in and, like, just kind of hung out with them. And he just said he stayed super calm, and the cheetah was... He was like, I liked it when the cheetah jumped in. And I'm like, you're a nut. That's why you're okay. on this safari. So even if it if there is no air conditioning, I, I would rather take sweating over being mauled any day. Hell yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't even be there. I just really wouldn't. I'm sorry. The postcard will work for me in that particular situation. Like... I'm gonna put my life at risk. <laughs> Here's one that I found, dude, that I thought was really fucking crazy. Have you seen the movie Fern Gully? Yes, I okay, love so like, that movie. So like Fern Gully, like everything communicates with everything, right? They can yep. talk to things and stuff like that. Well, dude, some scientists have just discovered that carnivorous plants and bats are able to communicate with each other, dude. Really? How, what? Yeah. <laughs> can you imagine that conversation? They, the, um, the what the the nef. The Nepa, Nepathenus, Hemslinia. I'm not a scientist, you guys, so. You're, wait, I thought you were. That's yeah. why I hired you. <laughs> it's a, um, a picture plant from Borneo, and it's able to reflect the bat's um, ultrasonic calls to the animals. Holy shit, that's so crazy, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's like every week we learn some new science thing that just blows your mind. It's so funny because we think we understand so much about the world. We don't understand shit. Dude. We find stuff like that out and like, yeah, how did we not figure that out before? Like, that's so bizarre. It's such a bizarre thing. It's a crazy Plants world. Plants and animals. Are now Talking. That's it. It's fucking end. It's fucking end of the world. <laughs> Plants and animals. They've probably been doing this forever. And we just now, and now the plants and animals are like, fuck. Yeah, they caught on, bitches. <laughs> Dogs really do talk, like in the movies. Yeah, <laughs> when we're not there. Yeah, <laughs> they only talk to plants, though. Uh, Serena Williams, she won uh, Wimbledon. Yep, Beat. just like everybody predicted. Yeah, did you watch? I never did. I said I was going to on the last episode, and I didn't watch. Did you watch the episode? I mean, the uh, match with her and her sister. No, she obviously won. Yeah, she moved on, but I didn't actually. I didn't see it. Good for her. Man, she is a, a beast of an athlete. She's getting older too, right? Isn't she like in her mid-30s now yeah. or something like that? Yeah, I think she's a year older than me. 
Yeah. 34, I want to say. Okay. 34, 35. Yeah, I wonder how long she's going to stay at it. I don't know. I'm not sure. But, um, what is it? Uh, another thing, too. Sorry. I'm going to interject in it on it again. Go to uh, it. Today's been really fucking nice. This whole week, though, if you're here in Colorado, if you're not in Colorado, we've had nothing but rain entire week and something to attribute to it. What? Canada. The wildfires that are happening. Oh, right. What they've been saying is is what's happening while we're all this rain and there's smoke and everything going everywhere. Whoa, what a trip, man. Again, it's just the world. Well, see, and that's that thing, too, that we all seem to forget about all the time is how connected we are. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, people think, oh, that's hippy-dippy talk. And we're all one. We're all connected. Like, no, fucker, we really are. Like, you got shit going on in another country. It's going to affect the weather here, literally. Yeah. And it's like, e- even things with wildlife and stuff, you start messing with bees in one country, it's going to get jacked up worldwide. And then, yeah, it's just so bizarre to me how how connected we are and how disconnected we feel from each other, though, despite that. Fires in Canada, jacking up the, uh, causing the rain in Colorado, man. What are you going to do? The bees, dude. Uh, so ever since that episode where we described the bees mm-hmm. and the Wi-Fi signals and everything like that, I've right. seen so many news things popping up about that, saying that, like, <sighs> scary. not, like, possibly in me and your lifetimes. We could see the bees cease to well, do their see, job. It, yeah, the, their cross-pollination cease to exist and... We don't realize how much of our life is dependent on that. Yeah. <laughs> like that's a huge deal. Shit will start to unravel real quick if we don't have bees pollinating stuff. I mean, there's probably scientists around the world right now trying to develop like alternative methods of cross pollination or something. Did we ever talk about that dude that came up with the uh, the really good way to get honey out of beehives? Was that oh, on our show? What was that? Oh yeah, because I guess it's really bad. Like what they have to do is normally they create these hives or whatever, and they let the bees they build their nest and or whatever they call it. what's it called hive build the hive, and they've got all the stuff going on. And then when it's time to harvest the honey, they basically effectively destroy the shit out of the the hive. There's no way around it, and they pull the whole thing out and all that. Um, but this guy he did a, one of those Kickstarter accounts, uh-huh. and it's so badass. He created this device that does everything totally naturally and humanely, and it doesn't even affect the bees. Like they just go on with their life, and periodically the machine automatically automatically extracts honey so you literally can just walk up with a cup and it's almost like a like one of those coolers like just got the water, like a spout yeah, yeah. yeah you just a spigot, a spigot and some people don't like it because they say they like to eat somebody was telling me they like to eat the uh the honeycomb the actual honeycomb, honeycomb itself i've never had that eat that before have you uh i feel like i might have at some point i've never done that before i've always wanted to because i've heard it's like a little it feels like crispy. one of those things you wouldn't want to eat a lot of like i could see that backing <laughs> you up pretty bad <laughs> a bunch oh, of wax so in your good. stomach oh, <laughs> that's probably not good solidifying everything <laughs> <laughs> oh man do you uh you know who ariana grande is a grande ariana Dude, grande uh, are you talking about her america thing? <laughs> comments she's an american <laughs> she's she, from here i know that's always so funny when people are like i hate americans I'm like you're american i don't <laughs> girl not you following you what was her deal though she like went into it it was a donut store or something right? like a new boyfriend or something and she was like licking the donuts too was she on she's probably on something. i don't know Probably. That is one skinny girl, dude. Bath salts. <laughs> Something. Yeah, I, I, like to, I like to blame everything recently on, on bath salts. <laughs> I see somebody acting all crazy like, well, meh, bath salts. Well, shit, that one was so crazy. Man, that one, it was a while ago now. Dude, that that what, dude who fucking four, ate the face off the homeless guy. It was like four or five years ago. Yeah, in Florida. Oh, Jesus, man. But he, Florida, but, it's always Florida. He said he wasn't on bath salts. He said the only thing in his system was marijuana. 
<laughs> That's a so, conspiracy. Please, I've never. Right, no, I'm I've not gonna never, ever hang out with Tony. I'm <laughs> just suddenly, to eat my face off. Fucking sorry, I ate your face off. It was just this good KB I got. <laughs> Nobody says KB anymore. No. That's like a 1999 term. That is because <laughs> everything's KB. Strains, Tony. There's different strains. strains yeah, yeah. And... It's got names and shit. <laughs> grass is grass, fuckers. Grass is grass. Isn't uh, the Marleys working on their own strain? Something like that. Uh, I think I heard. That. I think you were the one who told me yeah. about that actually. Yeah, everybody's got their own strain. It's funny, too, because you get excited at first, and then uh, you think about it, and it's like, they probably, the people who are starting these strains have nothing to do with it. You yeah. Know, they're at the top of the companies that are doing it. They're out doing whatever they normally do. Like, Willie Nelson's got the, the one out here, right? He's yeah. <laughs> Tommy Chong. Tommy Chong's got a few. He does, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Good God. It's like it's like everything's like celebrity endorsed now. I mean, like, people have energy <laughs> yeah. drinks, and people have, like... What was funny it? Fucking Little John. Remember Little John had crunk juice? <laughs> yeah. I forgot <laughs> about that. Crunk juice. We're f- human beings are such funny creatures, man. It's like if a famous person does it, like I I'm gonna definitely. like I'm gonna like uh get into piercing and everything's gonna be the pierce Piercing already piercing exists, shop. though, buddy. No, but I'm, just, I'm gonna it's a piercing name shop. it. It's gonna rename it. It's gonna be the Pierce method <laughs> of piercing. <laughs> no anesthetics, because I know you. <laughs> Nothing to kill the pain. Are you hardcore? Yeah. <laughs> do you not mind pain, or you'll, do you welcome it? You get like what happened to me. You have the pliers for when you do nipple piercing. Oh jeez. <laughs> Put Mountain Dew on it. <laughs> no, they have me drink Mountain Dew because I was like nearly fainting, dude. Ripping my nipple off with a pair of pliers. That was a <laughs> fucking nightmare. <laughs> nightmare. Another thing in the news, and I know this is going to catch a lot of heat, especially recently with um, uh, the NFL dude, is Greg Hardy, who's on the Cowboys. Who's on the Cowboys here? His suspension was reduced recently. Did you see that? No, I didn't. He's the one that had like the super heinous domestic thing where it was like the judge was like, it, this, this is guilty. You're guilty. He just made him guilty. And, um, Basically, just like really beat the shit out of his lady. Oh, like and severely. Like, like, yeah, he's and he's a big, oh, you know, Jesus. he's a big linebacker. Christ, and he man. just beat her up and like I think one of the reports is like she straight up like head butted her. Head butted his and, wife. Um, his girl, his girlfriend, his girlfriend or whatever. Like that. But he was he was suspended for all last year, and then they gave him on a ten game suspension, and they just recently reduced it to only four games. Man, you see some erratic behavior out of football players sometimes, and it's not, I guess, not just football players, boxers, any of these guys that are continually taking head trauma. It's, I mean, there's definite connections now that they're seeing. Like, what was the one dude that he died, like, fucking, I don't remember when this was, but his he was an NFL player, an ex-NFL player or something, and his, no, he was an MMA fighter, that's right, and his, him and his wife got into it, and she was like, I'm getting the fuck out of here, she jumped in the truck and took off, uh-huh. and he took off chasing after her, like, jumped into the bed of the truck, like, had a hold of it, lost his grip, fell off, and, uh, like, hit his head and died. Jeez, dude. Like, whoa. Like, it, people were making, dec- you see stuff like that, those impulsive decisions that these guys are making after just continually getting smacked in the head for years and years and years. It has an effect, dude. I think. I mean... Yes, yeah, yeah, it's got to trigger something. Well, like um, I think that and like performance enhancing um, drugs too, steroids, everything. A lot of those have to, you know, affect on each other too. Because what was it? Uh, that wrestler, Chris Benoit. Oh yeah, remember he did the yeah. murder suicide. His whole family, right? So suffered from depression. Is like induced by his steroid use. Yeah, and you ever been hit in the head super hard? Have I ever? Been? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was um, eighth grade. We were uh, here in Aurora, the Hoopla tournament, 
and uh, it's a pretty competitive tournament, this little thing. And so this guy was coming down the lane. He's coming down super fast. It was a fast break, and it was just me at the other end of the court. So I was gonna, I took the charge. Oh, I remember you telling yeah, this, actually. this guy, he lowered his shoulder, and he lifted up his elbow on, like, my head. I went backwards, and my head was the first thing to hit the ground. Oh, God. So I got up, and I was stumbling around. And, um, had a, That's right. And, yeah. <laughs> Didn't you go back in and play? Yeah, I was like, yeah, I got <laughs> to get it back in there. And my mom runs out into the court. Didn't that happen? Was that LeBron? That his mom did that. When was that? Know. One of those NBA players was a few years. This was probably three, four years ago. But no, dude, it was. Yeah, it, it was knocked out. I didn't know where I was for a little bit. Oh, it's so threw crazy. Up, threw up. Had a concussion. Definite concussion <laughs> for sure, buddy. It's a cool thing you only had one, probably. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. because throughout high school I didn't play football. I stopped playing football after eighth grade. But I oh, played okay. throughout. What did you play? What position were you in football? Um, I played like defensive end. Okay. And then I also played like um, wide receiver. Ooh, yeah. Sometimes so. wide receivers can take hard ass hits. Yeah. You can get get uh, get your fucking yeah. brain. But the teams I played on jostled. were terrible. We only won one game one year <laughs> in the snow. <laughs> 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 we only won one game. In but the, the one the one win was in the snow. Yeah, the hey, one buddy. win was in there the snow, go. dude. So the other just, team was slipping all over the place. <laughs> were you at home probably? <laughs> oh my God! Did you hear this? The Royal Opera House in England. Um, they did William Tell, the, the very famous historical uh, play. Uh, and they, they had a, a very graphic nude rape scene. Um, and we don't think sh- twice about seeing this shit in, in movies, movies, in cinema, yeah. right? But, but live. But live, you're like, I mean, it's, I hope they weren't really doing anything. That would be a whole other issue. Uh, but they're, you know, miming it or whatever, and they're completely nude, and it was supposedly super graphic. Not graphic is the wrong word. Super uh, aggressive and uh, violent. And uh, everybody just booed and booed and booed and booed, and then they... They uh, ended up, the director apologized and all this kind of stuff. And it was the opening night, so I don't know what happened. I don't think after that, I think they cut it out or something. But to me, like, I get it. I kind of get what you're saying. And But I just think, like, I'm going to get, we're going to get hate mail for this one. But I feel like we're a little too overly sensitive about lots of shit, including rape. Um, because you wouldn't think twice if you saw it in the movie. The other thing is, is you're talking about art. You know what I mean? Like it's art. So you came to see some art, and it was graphic. I guess they don't have ratings on plays. Maybe that's part of the problem. People didn't. Do they don't they, really. I don't know. Maybe they do. Because that would, to me, that would excuse people getting mad. You'd be like, okay, you didn't really know that was coming. But like, if you go into a play and you're going to see some art, if there is a rating system and you kind of know, oh, quit, quit bitching. Sorry. Like, Man, it's, it's art. Anybody that listens, I wonder. I want to chime in, Mike and Tony show at WROMRadio.net. Is there yes. like some kind of rating system, anything like that? For plays. Now that you just mentioned that, I don't really have seen anything before. Maybe there's like a disclaimer in some of their like flyers or something. I don't know. You would think if you're going to have a violent, fully nude rape scene in your play, you might want to give people a heads up. Uh, yeah, because if they didn't know, I could see them booing. If you're just coming to see William Tell, you have no idea. <laughs> so, so, we added this part. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! Um, yeah, I couldn't imagine. That. But again, art is art. Like here on this campus, there's a, a pretty obscene picture. But is there? Nobody seems to see say anything. So. Where? Uh, where's that at? It's in one of the buildings here. <laughs> it's a, a picture you said, or a yeah, sco- it's okay. a picture of a guy, of a dude, yeah. a fully nude dude. Yeah, we were. <laughs> that was on the show, or was that before the show? We were, yeah, actually, it was here. We were just talking about that, right? The yeah. movies, movies. How we've seen you see the 
giant increase, <laughs> no pun intended, in uh, full male nude shots, especially yeah. in comedies. It's always in comedies. Remember, uh, what was the one? I told you that story about, um, what movie was it? Hall Pass? You ever see that oh, movie? Dude, yes. Yeah. Do, I told you what happened, though. I was upstairs in my room at the time, and downstairs, Myra was like, I think she was cleaning the kitchen or something like uh -huh. that. My two nieces were there. Uh, both my daughters were there. My son was there, and uh, Mark, oh, Mark the, the couch guy, was there. Scene? Yes, <laughs> and just all of a sudden, I just hear fucking chaos downstairs. I just hear oh god, blah, 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 people yelling and stuff. I come down, and they've turned the TV off, and Myra's like standing there shaking. She's like, oh my god, and I was like, what's going on? And I had not seen it. I watched it later, so I saw the scene, and they have that ridiculous scene where the dude's standing there with his junk right dicks. in his face. Yeah, yeah. that's right. There is too. <laughs> the black guy and the redheaded guy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> fucking not perpetuating stereotypes or anything. Jesus Christ, that dude. Uh, I don't know where they found that guy, but he must have been new a, near a nuclear plant or something because that shit was ridiculous. And but and then my girls, that's her. <laughs> Congratulations, that's her introduction. That's a penis. <laughs> that is. Oh my gosh, I couldn't. Even, I could see your wife too. Like, <laughs> oh, she was freaking out. She's like, you don't understand. You don't understand what they showed. I'm like, what? It was like, oh, they showed the guy, and she's like, yeah, honey, and she like makes this motion with her hand by her knee like <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> oh my gosh just gotta watch out nowadays i mean even regular tv dude gets pretty close to pushing that everything out. Like, yeah everything's moving that direction where um you know they can show a lot more stuff it? Jeez, like in europe though aren't they like a little less lenient on things like they show things more and i think so yeah i don't know that's the kind of the general impression i have i guess of europe but but truly i i don't know I don't know. I feel like everybody should just relax, though, especially in a society where we're so okay showing, mm -hmm. you know, ridiculous violence, like, and then, but we get all worked up if somebody's going to have their clothes off in a movie, which is just silliness. Um, totally change of subject. Yeah. This is not even a news topic because I think it's pretty old. <laughs> do you have you seen these guys? That, I can't remember what it's called, but they do. They're like flying squirrels. They have those suits where they spread their arms out, and there's like it's like creates wings between yeah. their body and like their arms base jumpers base jumpers yeah these guys do ridiculous stuff and so i saw a few videos of these guys this these guys go at like 150 miles an hour through the air and that's all they have is that suit on and i saw this one dude he like dove between it was like this rock formation and the hole was like i think Bleh! i've seen that and he like turns sideways like real yeah quick or and makes like it through oh, and you're like dude yeah. that's a fucking thrill seeker dude like the can you imagine just messing that shit up well consequences are death yeah. like you miss by a foot you're dead like you're gonna smack into a rock at 150 miles an hour with nothing around you to protect you. Just the helmet. They wore the helmets. <laughs> Frankie, who's been on the show, he's, yeah. we have him on for fighting stuff. Uh, hopefully, we'll have him on in the next couple of weeks. Um, but he was—he always he finds these terrible videos. He's got like tons of them. He always shows them to me. And he was showing me this one of this guy who was doing that, and he was coming down by a bridge. Uh -huh. And this is such a downer. We'll have to talk about some positive out of this. Dude's <laughs> flying down to the bridge, and everybody's cheering like, "Woo, yeah, buddy, get it!" And as he comes down he just undershoots a little bit and he hits the rail on the thing literally splits his body into like three parts like you see his leg fly off and the di it's fucking graphic it's so disturbing oh but you, but you realize like that dude was out just having fun seeking a thrill and now he's i mean he, they said he died instantly thank god for that well, yeah dude you don't want to <laughs> you don't want to be alive or anything on that yeah shit from flying off your body oh my god it's so crazy i don't i don't get that man as i gotten older i've changed because when I was younger, I always I swore I was going to go uh, skydiving one day. Even that, I'm like, no, nah, there's just no reason. I got three kids. Why am I going to go do that? <laughs> I was watching um, the movie Kingsman last night. Have you ever seen that, dude? No, I haven't. That's pretty cool. It just came out 
Um, well, I think on DVD. I feel like I, saw, I just recently saw something about something it. like that. Um, but we got it from the Red Box, and it's about Secret Service, like not Secret Service, but I like guess spy agency in in England. And um, dude, and they were doing this one thing. We were, uh, they're, they're jumping out of the plane. I was like, fuck. I kind of want to do it, but at the same time, I was like, I don't want it to fuck with shit. I don't want anything to happen. And when I was a kid, my um, my reasoning, no joke. When I was like, well, I want to try skydiving. I'll just do it over water. Oh yeah, just like- in case, <laughs> just in case my chute don't open, I'll just splash in the water. Yeah. And I didn't get it for a long time. Everyone's like, that's no, it's dumb, dude. I'm like, well, what are you talking about? Well, you're gonna hit terminal velocity and you're gonna hit the water and. Basically, like concrete too. Yeah, we're in water is funny because of the surface tension, and yeah. then you're flying that fast at it. It is. It's exactly like <laughs> concrete. Was like, was, then I, then of me, you know, trying to disbelieve everybody. I was like, well, you know what? I'll just fucking learn how to dive then, and I'll just <laughs> split that water. <laughs> the perfect dive, like no splash, like in the Olympics, <laughs> like right on down. But um, no, it was. Uh, but then people again were like, no. If you even went feet first, you would break all your legs. Oh yeah, break your legs, you break your arms, whatever. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Oh man. No, as I, I used to be interested in stuff like that. I was never a huge thrill she- seeker, but I mean, shit. I was the guy. Remember, I I gave up skateboarding after one major wipeout. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm fucking over it. And I didn't even have kids then. Now that I got kids and stuff, I'm like, why go out and gamble like that? My thrill comes from doing the podcast, buddy. Yes, That's where I get my rocks off. That's a good uh, good guest here so far. It looks like we have a lot of people walking around. We have some. Politicians out here. Uh oh. Yeah. Got some people coming on over here. They might say a couple of words. The Marconi, the CEO of the school, was pointing to us. Oh boy, he's coming back. That dude uh, was so knowledgeable about music. From yeah. Particularly 1970s, 1973. Yeah. Dude knew a lot. I think he's on his way right now. Yeah, here he comes. Check pointing, out. coming this way. I think he's gonna join us. Uh. Oh, not <laughs> yet. Okay. You're gonna do an announcement. Okay. So we're gonna have a. Andy Talking Schumann, the CEO, CEO here. of Hammond's Candies, uh-huh. store, which is the kind of America's largest and last uh, handmade candy manufacturer. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Actually, the number two, the second most toured facility in all of Colorado. Number two. You want to say it in the microphone there? I'm gonna let Ann. I don't want to steal his thunder. Okay. <laughs> He's coming. Then we have. Mayor Bob Murphy of Lakewood. Mayor Bill Bob Murphy's, Murphy's going to be here. They're about to make a, an announcement. announcement. Yeah, so we'll be back in two. Sounds good, buddy. <laughs> so he just let us know he's going to be here. The listeners got a lot of dead air there yeah. just now. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Shit happens. And we're going to get committed, and we don't edit anything, remember. We don't. We don't. Like like we talked about last time, we might go grab a slice of pizza or something. Just let it run. <laughs> we don't give a shit. We do what we want. But uh, no, you're going back to what you were saying with the... Thrill seeking? Yeah. Yeah, just in general. Bungee jumpy? Nope. I just don't. It's just to me, it's like just not an unnecessary risk. I've done that thing at the Elitches where it's like the, it's called the accelerator. Yeah, I've seen that I've thing. I've done that a couple Have of times. You? That's, yeah. Dude, that's pretty fun, actually. But I, I bet it is fun. I strapped in. There's more cables and. <laughs> Would you see that? I saw a picture recently. I think it was on Facebook. Uh-huh. It was like a meme picture, but it's a dude sitting there in a, this giant ride like that about to take off. Uh-huh. And he looks down and there's a loose bolt laying on the floor next to his foot. And he's like staring at it with these white eyes like, <laughs> oh shit. And then the ride's about to start. <laughs> That would be me. <laughs> there was one time where I was at Elitch's and uh, going on the Sidewinder. So anyone, anyone that's not here in Colorado, the Sidewinder is the one that goes ups and down, uh, upside down. Okay. There's a loop. And so I was getting on the Sidewinder, and I remember everyone's getting strapped down, like ching, 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 ching strapping down. And my thing is not clicking down. Oh, no. My thing is not clicking down. I'm like, oh my god, what's going on? What's going on? And the guy was like, he was like, oh no, you just reset it here in the back, and he's like a little. Uh, knob that wasn't turned in. Uh, okay. And Thank so, God that dude walked by though. Yep. Turned it in, in a click, click, 
I was freaking out because I was like, they're gonna let me go. They're, they're gonna, gonna let, let me go. go. It's broken. It. Oh god! And there's always there's it's like a one in a million story that happens every once in a while. Some dude falls out of a fucking roller coaster or something. Like, yeah. To me, that's enough to not do it. Like, I, nope. I, I just, my thing was, I always thought to myself before I get on these things, I was like, am I strong enough? <laughs> To hold on to this in case it opens. Yeah, nobody is. That's physics, buddy. There's no... Because at some point in time, when it does that loop, it's... Yeah, there's going to be a certain point, just no matter how strong your grip is or whatever, it's just going to fling you off. So Uh, if you guys are hearing stuff in the background right now, they're doing the proclamation of uh, FarmCAD Day here. Yeah, officially making this uh, FarmCAD Day. July July 11th. July 11th. So many birthdays this time of year, dude. July is so crazy. Yes. This whole month, like, this whole... Every single weekend... I have a birthday party to go to. Yeah. Dude, and I felt swamped this week. I was looking at my music schedule. I was like, God, I must be playing a ton of shows. I think I'm playing six shows this month. That's it. <laughs> but the problem is, is just that everybody's birthday, like literally yesterday was Myra's uncle's birthday. No, that was Mar- Mark's birthday. That. Yeah. My dad's birthday was the day before that. Um, Greg Hollenbeck, actually. Today's his birthday. <laughs> yeah. I got to wish the dude a happy birthday for sure. D was yesterday. Couch guy today. Yep. It's so crazy. <laughs> and then my daughter's is next weekend. Yeah. Yeah, July 17th. What's, uh, what's, ten, what's 10 you, months? What's 10 months from today? <laughs> what's 10 months from today would be uh, what? October. May. Oh, no, it'd be May, right? Because no, we're in months. July. We're in July, so 10 months from now. Yeah, it'd be May. When they would be conceived. Oh, oh, ten, 10 months before. Yeah, 10 months before. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, right. What is that? October. November? October. <laughs> October, yeah. Everyone getting freaky and Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> A little sweet Halloween party. Freaky on Halloween. Because <laughs> you think about it, like mine, I'm in January. Yeah. So, I mean. Close to mine, actually. Like Valentine's Day was for me, probably. Yeah. <laughs> a little. Or that was, like, maybe there's a late Valentine's Day. Okay. <laughs> Valentine was my real dad, Big Tony. I don't know if you know that. I'm Tony Dollar II. Yeah. Yeah. His birthday was uh, actually on Valentine's Day. I always feel bad for people that have birthdays on holidays. holidays. Like I, my uncle Rob, he, he's uh, his birthday is Christmas. My father-in-law is Christmas. Yeah, and so that's always. And every time I see somebody with that, I always ask them that question: Does it suck? Yeah. Do you only get the combo present? Like, hey, happy birthday, Merry <laughs> yeah. Christmas. My uncle's a pastor too, so it <laughs> totally worked out. I guess it was destined. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I wonder if he listens. I wonder if my uncle listens. <laughs> my uncle Pastor, he's probably very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is it? Um, I don't know, man. Just this time of the year, every summer is just like it's just busy. Like even you know, shit doesn't stop for us. We're adults. We work yeah. and mm-hmm. everything like that. But it just seems it's everything's busy. It's nicer weather. I wonder if I fucking lived in Arizona or some shit where it's never snowy. You yeah. know, if, if it would be the same, if I'd be busy every weekend, too. <laughs> yeah. Because when it snows here in Colorado, people are not doing shit. No, I ain't doing <laughs> shit either. No, I'm totally with you. Unless it got to. The worst is I hate having shows, late night shows, when it's like, it's not just snow, but it's like those icy, icy cold roads are frozen and shit. Remember that time I told you I was Tony Dollar does not like snow. No, I spun, I've, I've had a history, actually. <laughs> but I remember the worst one was one night coming home from a show... Uh, it actually was down in the same area I'm playing today in Parker, and I was coming back on the freeway and just fucking lost the lost the uh, grip on the tires and did a couple of. I think You're not doing it. four wheel drive all the time, are you, buddy? Uh, it depends. Not on the freeway usually, but um, yeah. Is that is that really bad? You yeah. I mean, obviously, we're going fast. Like the side streets, stuff like that. Yeah, not for on sure. Highways I do that. and everything like that. Yeah. Yeah, especially when it gets like super thick. There's like a foot of snow, and then it hardens, and then gets sun. It melts, and then gets cold down, again. Dude. And, yeah, it turns into like this glacier down. I the feel road. like though here in Colorado that for the most part, like what C dot, 
they take care of a lot of the, the roads pretty good. Oh, they do. I've never seen anything like it in my life, dude. Yeah. Definitely grew up in California. They didn't give a shit about the roads. <laughs> I, was, I was looking at Google Earth the other day, looking at my grandma's house. And I'm like, that road's all cracked up and shit. Looks worse than when I was there for sure. I don't know why that is, but they do a good job here. Uh, what do you think, buddy? Want to move on to uh, some fun, fun facts. facts? All right. So again, fun facts are sent out. Uh, by me every Friday. So if you want to get onto the list, again, it's Mike and Tony Show at WROMRadio.net. Um, but come on, you know, email. You get these, uh, about, I try to do about 50 a, a week. Uh, and again, it's interesting shit uh, that might uh, intrigue you. Conversation starters is what I call them. Yeah, oh, I told you, man. Anybody, it's that time of year, too, where people are taking road trips. If you're taking a road trip, you definitely want to get the fun facts because that helped our trip back. We had a fucking 18-hour drive on the way home. I guarantee it killed at least two, two and a half hours just slowly going through them one at a time and just bullshitting. So uh, Mike and Tony show at WROM.net if you want to get signed up for that and get some of those. Um, Leonard Nimoy once gave a cab ride to JFK. The future president told the aspiring actor, lots of competition in your business, just like in mine. Just remember, there's always room for one more good one. That's pretty cool. It is. I wonder how old Le- Leonard Nimoy was at the time. He had to be know. pretty he young. He just passed away. Yeah. So he was such a cool guy. Yeah. He's pretty chill, but he was always again a typecast. Type for sure. You know, he was for <laughs> sure a serious guy, and which is so he had a funny. Side. He did have a funny oh, side. Oh, totally, man. He was a, he's a pretty outlandish character outside of his acting. All right, here's one. If you assume that the radius of pizza is z, and the thickness of the crust is a. The volume of pizza will be pi z z a. Oh, that's pizza. hilarious! Check that out, dude. <laughs> Who thought pizza. of that one? That's so funny. Mathematician. Yeah, I'm so glad that <laughs> that one was calculated because it brought back bad memories from yeah. high school. <laughs> oh God, so nice when you're an adult and you have to worry about that shit no more. It always cracked me up because, like, when I was in school, I was already thinking that, like, what the hell am I going to use the Pythagorean theorem for? Unless I'm going to be an architect. <laughs> Anything like that. It feels like we just need like an overhaul design with school. Like, like you don't think about it because when I was growing up, you just learn whatever they teach you. But it feels like, because Joe Rogan always talks about that idea of like the momentum of our fathers kind of thing. Like uh-huh. we've just been doing shit a certain way. Like I feel like we just need to scratch everything with school and start over. Like what do people really need to know in life? Like how can we really prepare these kids? Yeah, all kinds of shit going on over here. Lots of people clapping and stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's FarmCAD day, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. uh, So next here, uh, um, looks like we got a guy coming up on here. How you doing, buddy? Guys, did he he talk you into trying to have me come over here? Preface, yeah. Have a seat. Have a seat. seat Yeah. Go ahead and introduce yourself. uh, This is according to Mike and Tony. I'm Tony. This is Mike. Tony and Mike. I like these guys. (laughs) (laughs) Good to meet you, buddy. Nice to meet you. Thanks for coming out today. Yeah. Yeah, my name's Adam Paul. I'm uh, Mayor Pro Tem of the City of Lakewood and currently a candidate to replace our sitting mayor when he's termed out in November. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Um, so w- how did you even t- talk a little bit about your career and sort of how you got yeah. into doing that kind of thing? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm kind of a unique path that I've taken to government and, and being involved in politics, but grew up in Green Mountain, which is a, a area of Lakewood and went to Green Mountain High School and wanted to find out a way to better serve my community. And uh, I'm not a party guy, so I'm not a Republican (laughs) or a Democrat. I'm an unaffiliated. And so this was a nice opportunity for me to tune in and be able to serve the community in a nonpartisan way. You know, what we do at the local level is 
you know, make sure quality of life is there for folks. For sure. A pothole's not a Republican or a Democrat. It needs to be fixed. Yeah. That's what we do. That's refreshing. It's refreshing. Man. You like that? Cool. Uh, heck yeah, because it's always it's always that. It's always one or the other. It's usually the lesser of two evils. Yeah. We want somebody that's going to get in there and fix stuff. Somebody that, that wants to make things better. So right on. Yeah. Buddy. And Lakewood's a great community. We have a lot going on. You know, we're a community of special neighborhoods, you know, from the Glens, which is right off Colfax, to we have your brand new housing development out in Solterra. And we also have a a new light rail line, $800 million investment that's come through our, you know. So a lot's changing, and that energy with the creatives and the folks at Rocky Mountain College of Art and Design is really perpetuating that. And, you know, Lakewood's an aging community, and we need to make sure we're taking care of our folks there. But we also need younger folks to come in and rejuvenate. Yeah, so. for sure. I actually did a, um, a project in college uh, of Belmar. Yes. And how the new urbanism designing of Belmar um, was, was innovative, and it's just helping the city of Lakewood. And sure. how they brought together, you know, um, high levels of income, low levels of income, all into one thriving community to just live work shop absolutely kind of deal. absolutely took an old dying mall the, the largest mall west of the mississippi yeah. right yep that was dead and in fact i worked at fanfare back in the day oh. <laughs> <Slinging> <laughs> starter jackets yeah i, I rocked those starter humble, jackets, humble beginnings <laughs> so. and my cowboys started my mom my mom was very particular i couldn't wear my starter coat anywhere else but school because back in the day mm-hmm. you got jumped for yeah. your starter yeah. coat. Yes. you could get oh. jacked for it for yeah. sure yeah all yeah. the time so tell me about you guys <laughs> we turn on the wow. microphones an hour and a half we every week. Out. Yeah, okay. the, started in November, um, just from an idea, sparked off. Yeah, cool. we've had a multitude of guests on. I mean, we've had bodybuilders, we've had um, strongman, professional strongman. I mean, I um, kind of fit that mold. Yeah, yeah, well, that's what when you walked over, I assume <laughs> that's physique. what you. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought you liked the Adam Paul shirt, and <laughs> <laughs> but no, we've had um, even we've had people that have been on Shark Tank. Um, oh, here, yeah. local um, uh, local entrepreneurs, uh, Neat Cheeks. I don't know if you're familiar with them. Mm-hmm. They uh, do the kids' face wipes. Okay. The idea of a flavored kids' wipe, which oh, is nice. pretty ingenious, and really. So, yeah, they, they came on. But we have a multitude of guests. We talk for an hour and a half, go over fun facts, go over news. And Very cool. And so you're mobile, so you head out to different areas and... Uh, that's kind of a newer thing. We're, yeah. we're looking into that more. I'm a musician, too. Okay. I, I perform and stuff, and so we've talked about doing it there. This is the second uh, remote one we've done. The last yeah. one was at the, the last FarmCAD, which is very, very cool. cool. It's officially FarmCAD Day now, it, which it is, is really yeah. awesome. And so that's a nice segue. <laughs> I appreciate your time. I have the real mayor, All right. the real guy here, Bob Murphy, so I'll pass it over to him, but I appreciate you guys well, Check it out, guys. Um, Adam Paul, uh, non-partisan. So. Non-partisan. Adam Paul for, for Lakewood.com. Lakewood. Okay. Yeah, check Adam it out. Paul We'd love to have your support. Yeah. Adam Paul for Lakewood.com. Yeah, right on, buddy. Take it easy, man. Good to meet you. Thanks for coming. All right. Hello, sir. Current. The current mayor. (laughs) The current mayor. Hi, I'm Tony. Good to meet you. Hey, Tony. I'm Bob. Bob. I'm Mike. You're Mike. Yeah. (laughs) So why don't you tell us a little bit, introduce yourself, and talk a little bit about uh, what it's like being in your position. Sure. So my name is Bob Murphy. I'm in my eighth year of being the mayor of Lakewood and my 21st year of public service to Lakewood between city council and uh, our zoning, zoning board. So... Um, it's been really the most fulfilling experience of my life to contribute to my hometown, to my community through, through all those years of public service. Being the mayor is incredibly fun. Uh-huh. Um, it, it is the opportunity of a lifetime to try to make my hometown a little bit of a better place to live. And 
the growth of the arts is symbolized by some, the celebration today and the proclamation we read into the record a little bit earlier is a very important important part of the growth of this community. Yeah. And this is a, a beautiful campus. I also work here too okay. for, the, for the school. Um, but when I remember when I first came here, you don't know that this is back here. And it's crazy because it's such a huge campus, 42 acres. And all that you know in being in this area for the most part is Casa Benita <laughs> sits right over there. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, an, it's a hidden gem, yeah. right? That's exactly what it is here. Uh, it's, it's a jewel of great historic significance. It's been here for more than 100 years. Uh, was founded originally by Jew the Jewish Consumptive Relief Society. Yep. Uh, thus the name JCRS, where the Casa Bonita Center is located. Yep. And, uh, you know, people originally settled in, in this part of West Denver. Uh, and they came out to Denver because of tuberculosis, and they were told that the clear mountain air would help cure them. So that's, right. that's the historic uh, genesis for this campus. And, uh, you know, it's okay to say they're located behind Casa Bonita because everybody in the metro area knows exactly, exactly. where that is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's why I always tell everybody, they're like, well, Where's the school? And I was telling people to come out to Farm Cad. Like, where's Farm Cad? Where's Farm Cad? I'm like, you know where Casa Bonita is? And everyone's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Right yeah, behind there. Exactly. <laughs> and by the way, Casa Bonita just re signed a long term lease. So they're going to be there for uh, the foreseeable future, which we're all very happy no, about. Oh, my. I'm, I'm very many, happy about that. How many dinners do you think Casa Bonita serves, or how many meals do you think Casa Bonita serves on a very busy day, like an August <laughs> day? I can't take imagine. A, take a guess. Uh, you would know better than me, buddy. Can I say like fifteen hundred? Yeah, five thousand five hundred. Oh my no. goodness! <laughs> it seats a thousand people. I did. I did it in wow. one, one of these kind of things over there with the general manager uh -huh. about a year ago. He told me that I almost fell out of my chair. Yeah, I almost yeah. did 5, too. Fifty-five hundred meals in it. So look, that brings a lot of people to Lakewood, it right? Does. Yeah. And yeah. to the campus. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good that's thing. A, that's a Mike Pierce tradition. Every year I go there for my birthday, and I've been going there every year since I was in first grade. <laughs> I'm 33 years old. You still go there on your birthday? Wow, good for you. Yeah. 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 So the, the uh, we all know about a series called South Park, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And South Park is written by a couple of Columbine High School graduates, a couple of local yep. guys, and they introduced, you know, Casa Bonita into at least one segment. Um, and it's sort of uh, made Casa Bonita known to a whole new generation. So th this, again, when I interviewed the general manager for this TV show about a year ago, he, he told me some stories. He said, every time that episode re-airs, uh -huh. more people flood in. He, sa he said, the last, <laughs> the last time it was on, it was a year ago, some, two guys hopped in a Geo Metro in New York City and drove no. straight road trip, and drove, took a road trip and drove straight here to Casa Bonita. Wow. You know, that's a good thing. It yeah. is a good thing. But the power of reaching lots of people. You yeah, know? exactly. Oh, well, there's so many things that, that we have here in Lakewood, the, the Ramcad, the Casa Bonita. And I was talking to Adam Paul. I did a thing in college for um, Belmar. Yep. When I first got introduced about new urbanism and how it's changed the, the lifestyle and the living of possibly yeah. future communities here in the United yeah, States. Yeah, we're this is Lakewood is a community in, in the in the midst of a very important transformation and we're no longer just a suburban bedroom community. We're a place where more people come into Lakewood to, to go to go to work every day than leave Lakewood to go to work yep. every day. And people that, that's an important statistic to understand. People live, work and play here. Belmar, we were the first ones in the country to really take this problem that's pervasive everywhere and that's a regional shopping mall that's outlived its useful lifespan and what do you do with it well we created a new urbanist yep. downtown in a suburb that never had a downtown before and Belmar is thriving 
we're known across the world for what we did. And uh, now we're known for, uh, in addition to Belmar, we're known for the new light rail, the first line, the W yeah. line, the first line of the new fast track system. Yep. And we're known for the 40 West Arts District, uh, uh, an officially certified Colorado Creative District, only, only four or so years old. There's just, uh, I, I always wished that before I left office that we could somehow use the words Lakewood and hip mm -hmm. in the same sentence. And I think because of 40 West, that's exactly that's what's good, happening. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. How so many creative industries are there now? 114. There's 114 Jeez. creative industries within the 40 West Arts District. So that's pretty cool. That is, yeah. That's that pretty cool. cool. And it's going to be part of the, there already is a renaissance going on on Colfax Avenue. Um, arts are incredibly important to the fabric of our lives, but they're also mm -hmm. incredibly important to our economy. The economic impact of the arts is amazing. Look at Santa Fe Avenue or Santa Fe, New Mexico, yep. right? So we're, we're, we're proud of what's going on here. Yeah, so and it's, go, go ahead, Mike. Go down, go down. I was just going to say, that's something we talk about on the show a lot is, is the idea of building community because we live you, we have these individualistic mindsets so often. So it's so nice to have somebody like you on who is so tied in and somebody who works so not only so closely to the where they where they live, but you're also out there effectively just making oh, yeah. it a better place, you know? Like right now, you're out here at FarmCat sitting here with us. Oh, what a beautiful day, right? Yeah. Where else would I rather be? There's food trucks. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm here. <laughs> that's all I need. Food trucks. Food trucks, man. <laughs> Yeah, food, yeah, right. There's food trucks and a microphone, so I'm an elect official. I'm here. So, <laughs> coming toward the end of the term, what's what's uh, what's Bob Murphy going to be doing in the future? Uh, Bob Murphy's not going to be running for office. <laughs> um, you know, the, being a mayor is the best gig in the world. You, you just there's no better job in elected office, uh, and there's a lot of reasons for that. Most of them, most of which we've talked about, the chance to make your community a better place and to really make a difference. But very importantly, it's nonpartisan. Um, I know you talked to Adam Paul, man. I'm supporting to to uh, succeed me in a few months. He happens to be a registered independent. Yep. But I'm not. I'm, I am registered with one of the political parties. But the important thing is we don't run as Democrats or Republicans. Mm -hmm. We under state law we we run nonpartisan, okay. and that really enables us to get a lot of things done. You don't fall into place with your party leaders or party line. We can just take care of stuff. And any any office I would run for would be a partisan office, and I I don't think I'd be very good at that, at falling into place. So okay. yeah, you're good at getting in there and just kind of helping solve I like, problems. I like to solve solving problems. I, yeah. I like to collaboratively solve solve problems. Yeah, very cool. Not that we have any problems in Lakewood. <laughs> we no, have we got, got a, qu yeah. a question that we ask every single guest that comes sure. on our show. Um, so let's say that you you are trapped on a desert island somewhere. You've got everything you need to have a long, happy life for the rest of your life. You got a way to play music, but you can only play one album for the rest of your life. What is the album you take? Just with one, you? huh? I mean, yeah. two come to mind. So let me. Uh, um, We're prioritizing. It, yeah, it it might be. Um, Sorry, I just blanked out. No. The Rolling Stones. Um, As we're it, with so it would be it would be either Little Feet wait, waiting for Columbus, the live a live concert album, or okay. or it would be. God, that's horrible. The song, the, the Rolling Stones album, double album with. Uh, what year do you think? About eighty-one. Uh, no, no, no. 
Let's see, Black and Blue came out in about 76. Yeah. Hey, so, I didn't realize how many before albums that, these before guys that. Before that. Yeah, they've had a ton of albums. Exile on Main Street. Exile on Main Street. Is that the one? 1972. Exile on Main Street. How funny, it's 1972 comes up again. We were talking about how uh, last time we were here at FarmCAD. Yeah. And we were talking with Chris, Marconi right? was, he's a big advocate of the er, uh, 70 to 73 music. Yeah. So I grew up on the Rolling Stones, the band, which is arguably my, my favorite group. And, um, cool. and, uh, <laughs> um, I just you know I like concert albums. I like Little Feet. And I like those three groups. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah was very saying, good. Uh, Doll- Tony Dollars over here. He was uh, Catch a Fire by Bob Marley, mm-hmm. and then uh, I am Earth, Wind, and Fire Gratitude. Yep. Yeah. yeah. No, that's what my album. Yeah. Yeah. That, is, that is a tough a, question. That is a tough question. <laughs> yeah. D- didn't, didn't Gratitude come out right around there too? When did Gratitude come yeah. out? Do you know? Yep. Yeah. Same with Catch a Fire came out in '73. It's all yeah. all in the same. Good music came out to begin. Yeah, that was a good. That was a good musical generation. I just uh, went on Amazon.com and bought a a movie um, that's not very well known. It's a movie called um, Festival Express, and it took place in 1970, I think. You know, all the concerts or Woodstock and concerts were the thing. So this promoter decided to take a concert on the road through Canada, and he hired a private train. And he took uh, on that train, and they went from you know Toronto to Edmonton, and you know all the way across Canada for a week. Uh-huh. And there were people like Janis Joplin and her band, oh, wow. um, the band, um, Buddy Guy, Shana Na. If you remember some of these groups, so anyway, there were a lot Holy of moly. there were a lot of groups, and they just stopped at about five different cities and played concerts. So they took the they took the show on the road. But the real story is what happened um, in the train car and the bar car, you know, on those long train rides, long nighttime train rides between uh, uh, between Toronto and Edmonton and, and whatnot. It's uh-huh. really a wonderful slice of, of, of life from from those early days of, uh, of rock and roll. Yeah. yeah, I bet you there's some crazy stories some, about there, those train rides. Yeah, yeah. Festival <laughs> Express and came out Festival in 2003. Express. Yeah, 2003, yep. Janis Joplin, Grateful Dead, and the band. Yeah, oh yeah, wow. Grateful, the Grateful Dead is yeah. there. There's Buddy some, Guy was there too, Buddy, right? Buddy Guy, yeah. Great, yeah. Grateful Dead. There's some great scenes with, late night scenes with members of the band and Jerry Garcia and Janis all jamming, you know, in, this, in, in the dining car. It's <laughs> pretty. imagine that? It's pretty, pretty <laughs> unique stuff. And like, like I say, not very well known, but highly recommended for... Uh, kind of understanding music during those days. I'm to check that out. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Definitely going to check that one out. All right, guys. Thanks. Yeah, yeah we well, appreciate you, you coming yeah. on. Thanks so much. My pleasure. All right. All right. Thank send you. Them. Thank you. Absolutely. Let's send right. people to your Facebook, too. Is that? Actually, I don't have a Facebook. No, no you don't? Not. No, I don't. 40 West Facebook. 40 West. 40 West. There we go. Facebook.com forward slash 40 West Arts District. 40 West Arts District. Yeah, they go to that on Facebook. Yeah, check that on. Right on, guys. Right, thanks, Bob. We'll right, see you I'm soon. I'm going to get some food. Thank you. Good to meet you. Right, nice to meet you, too. Cool. Take it easy, Bob. <laughs> well, I'm the chair of 40 West Arts. Sit You're down. You're the chair. Have a seat, buddy. Sit down. We're down the last couple minutes here, by the way. Let right. me see where we're at. We got about five minutes. You can do whatever you'd like to do in five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about yourself, buddy. Yeah. I'm Bill Marino. I'm the, for, um, uh, the board chair of 40 West Arts District here in Lakewood, Colorado. Okay. And we're all about creativity and, and the, the process of you know, connecting people through the arts and through culture. Now, Bill, I was saying before, I did a college um, uh, project on Belmar and everything like that, and when I was doing my link, like my um, research and everything, you did come up a few times on Google. Are you a, also in construction? 
Am I also a what? Are you also in construction? Do you do that? No, I was on the planning commission. Right. I was That's a commissioner right. yeah. during that whole Belmar evolution. Yeah. From Villa Italia to the new urbanism of what so Belmar is today. you've seen a lot of stuff progress in this city, dude. You bet. I've been <laughs> working with this mayor and two mayors prior. Okay. So I've been watching the transformation of Lakewood over the last 20 years. Jeez. Man, very and you, cool. And so what's, what's your affiliation with the 40 West? Like how long have you been doing that? I'm, I'm can't hear you. I better put okay. these on. So ask that again. So how long have you been uh, with the 40 West? And I, I was part of the group that helped found it. Okay. Um, it was established in 2011 as a concept. Okay. And from 2011 through um, just last year, 2014, we became uh, one of only 12 state certified creative districts. Okay. Um, and we were the only one that went from zero to certified in three years Jeez. because everybody else had been established. Uh-huh. But, you know, we have uh, great support from the community, great support from our city. And uh, there was a pent up demand for a platform for a creativity to come forth here along West Colfax. A lot of it's driven right here at Rocky Mountain College of Art and Design. Yes. But there's a lot of artists out there that were looking for a forum to connect to. And we were exactly. able to provide that. Yeah, it's this whole the West Colfax area is just is predominantly growing. It's it's awesome just to see everything out here. Um, how much has changed? I mean, I'm a native here, and so like I said, I used to come to Casa Bonita all the time just to see the different things that evolved on this road. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I've only been here what uh, eleven years or something like that. Okay. I came out here from California, but I've huge transformation in the last ten years. And there's more to come. I mean, there's yeah. there's a couple things I'd like to uh, share with you and your audience. I mean, yeah, if, if they visit West Colfax today, mm-hmm. they'll they'll see, they'll see some differences, some physical improvements, um, streetscaping, medians. But over the next year, we're embarking on a significant Forty West Arts District placemaking okay. effort, where there's going to be gateway signage, wayfinding, pedestrian signage, mm. okay. where it's really going to brand the area. So when, when you drive through, you, you're going to know you're in somewhere special. So over the next year, that's going to start happening. Okay. And then we have a really special event coming up next month. It's, uh, it's called West Colfax Mural Fest. Okay. It's on August 8th. Okay. He has him a flyer. Oh, he got a flyer. Dollar. He yeah. sees me scribbling down yeah. stuff over here. I'm going to give you here. a card right here. Ah, beautiful. It's, Thank it's you. really a special event. It's a celebration of the arts and a celebration of the character of Colfax. We're going to unveil seven murals in one day. Nice. And we're going to have an art festival street fair. We're going to close down a street. There's 30 booths um, with different um, arts and crafts and exhibitors. But most importantly, when, when we put out a call for the murals, we got submissions from 14 states and four countries. So the muralists were actually juried and then selected, and they're oh. already starting to work. But on August 8th, we're going to unveil seven murals along one street oh to celebrate God. 40 West Arts and Lakewood and the creativity here around um, Lakewood's historic heart. Absolutely awesome. Nice. West we'll 16th there, and yeah. Teller, yep. Oh, and you can go to westcolfaxmuralfest.org. Beautiful. Nice, man. Absolutely beautiful. Thanks for uh, talking with us. We got to do the album real fast. I think we got... Happy to do it. Like 20 seconds here. Yes. What's your album? Um, (laughs) Billy Joel, Piano Man. All right. Oh, that's a good one. That is a good... That is the first two. Thanks, Bill. I appreciate it. Enjoyed it very much. All right. Take it easy, man. So again, everyone, uh, FarmCAD was successful, but everyone check out all that stuff. We have farmcat.net um, 40 West oh my gosh there's so many things mikeandtonyshow.com mikeandtonyshow.com <laughs> tonydollarmusic.com yes um, successful holy crap dude it's just beautiful day beautiful day and you know what dollar 
That's a wrap, buddy. Boom. Cheers.